Epoch Rising, thank you for joining me on the Soulcast. Uh, we have a lot in common, I feel, and you are also one of the best video ed editors I've ever seen in the you know inspiring propaganda that you create. So thank you for sharing that artistic part of yourself with the world, and um, welcome to the show. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, let's speak a little bit about your background journey so far, because I have seen this kind of evolution of your, at least your social media, uh, the last six months or so, which has been great. Uh, but what was the kind of changes uh, in your mind that occurred when you shifted from the low order vibration mindsets and started succeeding? I know you, you underwent a big physical transformation as well. So let's dive into uh, the kind of process behind that of, of your awakening, both physically, spiritually, financially, and all the rest. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's a good story because everyone sort of has to undergo that transformation and I've like been pretty strategic in like spotting what happened, like, cause I've always contemplated like how I got myself to this position. Cause yeah. I'm pretty big on like alternate timelines and like, you know, every decision you make gets you somewhere. Yeah. So I've always like grappled with like the, the sort of thoughts I had and what actually led me to where I'm at, because it's like, I could be a completely different person, you know, like everyone yeah. could be. Yeah. So it's I guess it all, <laughs> yeah. And it's so real to me. Like if you talk about, oh, yeah, I could be some completely different person in another timeline, people are like, that's mm. never possible, but it is. But um, yeah, it all started in school. So, you know, with most people in high school, like I had a lot of like sort of anxiety, depression that I went through like a certain stage. Yeah. And through my like anxiety, I could notice like thought patterns. And that's where I got into like my psyche because I could notice these specific like thought patterns that would keep going through my mind that would make me like really anxious and stuff yeah so i realized from that like the mind like i started becoming aware of my perspective in my mind and the same time that started happening i did an english assessment on um citizen kane and my whole thesis of my english assessment was like perspective creates the reality of the viewer yeah and before this i had no idea about perspective and like the spirituality of perspective so i was just doing this as like an english assessment yeah 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 and then through that i was like holy shit like this is actually like everyone's life is like about yep. their perspective and how they view things yeah so it's pretty crazy how like i decided to do that as my thesis which then that that was literally like the sort of what spurred my then mind to sort of dive into more like philosophical sort of mindset stuff yeah while I was grappling with all these other like, like, you know, anxiety and all this sort of depression and shit that I was dealing with. Yeah. And it's also interesting because you can come from such a dark place. And I think a lot of people might, everyone sort of has their dark sort of night journey or whatever. But um, in the moment, you can't really see ahead of it. But yeah, looking you're back, just suffering. That was, yeah. But looking back, that was like a necessary part. And I'm grateful that I had that like really dark part early in my life because then it led me onto this path and i yeah. think most people they don't sort of have that dark sort of phase it just builds up and then it like comes into their like midlife crisis sort of thing and it like right. they don't have the the ability to sort of deal with it as well yeah but um yeah so through that i was getting into like philosophy and mindset sort of basic like level um psychology philosophy and then I watched, I was still going through my sort of dark phase. I watched Zeitgeist. Have you watched Zeitgeist? Um, is that the big red pill documentary? Yeah, it talks all about like Christianity, 9-11. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen that. Yeah, so I watched, so before- Big so that red was like, pill, <laughs> that movie. Yeah, like, so I was like going through all my shit. I finished school. I did, you know, the HSC, whatever. Um, Straight after that, I watched this video because my brother told me, hey, watch this documentary. Yeah. I watched that documentary and it literally like blew my reality <laughs> up. Like, so every single thing in my life completely changed. Like everything that I was thought about, like my whole brain just did like a 180. Like it literally yeah. put me in another like reality, like another yeah. dimension. And then yeah. 
from there, I did something that I, I don't know, I probably shouldn't have done, but it was good. I, I spent like the next three months just diving into every single conspiracy. <laughs> I <could think> of. <laughs> We've all been there, brother. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty intense. Like just the most insane stuff you could think of. Like I watched hypernormalization, which isn't even really a conspiracy thing, but. Oh, someone else recommended probably. that to me uh, the other day, actually. Yeah, that's a good one. It's cool. um, talks about like psyops and the CIA like manipulating it and stuff, and also yeah. how cultures get like normalized to like bad cultures, such as like Soviet Union communism, where it was all like a false. You know, it was just like everything looked nice, but underlying it was all just like really yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, energy, everything in society. Yeah. So I watched that. I watched like everything from David Icke. I watched. Um, I watched everything. Like, yeah. I know, like, learned all deep. about the elite cartel. Yeah, it was pretty insane. And then, so then I was like, all right, I'm never, because my original idea, like, my whole, like, I was really creative as a kid, but through high school, like, I just became really academic and, like, aced all my exams, was, like, really good at business and economics. So I wanted to be, like, some CEO guy in a suit. That was, like, my goal. Yeah. Like, I literally, I wanted to be a dude. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do. Fuck, man. Yeah, when I right. put on a suit, I'm like, imagine, like, I'll wear it for a nice dinner or going out to the casino or something. But if you're wearing a suit every day, it's so fucking constricting. Dude, tell me about it. Like, my <laughs> school, we used to wear, like, suits to school, basically, like a blazer and tie and shit. Same. And I remember thinking, like, pardon? Same. And long gray yeah. pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> legit the exact same blazer. Scratchy. Tie yeah, I used to think like, oh, it's going to be sick. I wear a suit like my whole high school career and then I wear a suit like into the workforce. I was like, that's mm. what I used to think. Mm. And I was like, oh. right? So I don't, like people would say, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know. I just want to make heaps of money and like wear a suit and work <laughs> in the building. Like, cool. That's what I tell people. Yeah. And um, so then, yeah, I watched all the crazy like documentaries, conspiracies, and then I watched Thrive. So... Thrive is basically like massive red pill, but it also links a lot of white pill spirituality and like Taurus energy fields and like cool. a lot of sort of spiritual stuff. Yeah. So that, you know, I was learning about like the satanic sort of elites and stuff. And I was like, all right, well, if they believe in all this sort of occult stuff, then the opposite, like then that must be true. Like there must be deeper mm stuff mm. to reality dive into like all the ancient civilizations all the spiritual stuff so then that pushed me into the spirituality from that point yeah which was like very necessary because when i was going through like the really red pill stuff I was pretty like schizo to be honest like my brain was yeah. going insane yeah so i then like learned about sacred geometry and fractals and that like proved spirituality to me that like the way I have a video on my Instagram of like the flower of life and how it's basically what the universe, like how the universe was created from source. And so that to me is like the only way it could ever exist. So, mm. you know, then you like learn about natural laws, hermetic principles, all that sort of stuff. So that's, that's how I had my like awakening through my, my life to, to like where I'm at now pretty much. And then, since then diving into like more occult esoteric spirituality teachings and stuff yeah so that's pretty much um yeah my life story up until now that's the <laughs> epoch, like epoch rising awakening arc <laughs> no i yeah, think um, i think everyone goes through that you know it's it's the initial red pill that just adds a little chink to the reality that your perspective was forming uh, before then you know you had certain assumptions about the government uh the people in power corporations what's actually happening in society and you know it's as a kid it's very happy and at a certain age um my teenage years when you kind of had access to the internet you so you could research these things more rather than you know people don't realize that for the last <clears throat> however long until social media all of the media 
was born paid for you know at least now we have a social media avenue where we can actually hear from real people that challenges the narrative that they put out so we are in the position we're in now because the last two generations have been completely brainwashed you know there's no other way to put it so brainwashing because you read the newspaper and that's the only source of information that you have other than radio which is also you know the same kind of situation and i'm sure there were little underground radio stations and you know guerrilla kind of flyers being put out in the streets but not to the level that social media enables us to kind of find that different stream of information so you you consume a little bit and then you realize hmm that's not right and as soon as you awaken the smallest amount, it begins the transition and the journey. And how quick you go through that is ultimately, you know, like you were saying, you were you were glad you had the anxiety and depression and, and the darker stages of your life because it enables you to um, develop the mind. And if you don't go through anything, uh, whether spiritually or, you know, just the circumstances of your life being quite tough, all the people that I know that have been on the streets, that have had drug addictions, that have, you know, really their life was not good in any sense of the word, um, they are grateful for those times because now they're stronger for it. And that can completely crack open your mind uh, through the pain that you have, either emotionally or spiritually. Couple that with the consumption of uh, internet information, um, but it really forms this thing. There's a quote that comes to my mind. Uh, to reach heaven, a tree must also have its roots descend into hell. Uh, Carl Jung, I think, um, said that. So the idea is that you can't really access the higher levels of love until you know what the kind of, how bad it can be or just being aware of the evil that's in the world. You know, you got your... Um, if these elites are, you know, interacting with these negative entities, there must be equal entities that are positive. So it's that whole kind of mindset of like both sides. And that's why you should really, I think a perspective change, <clears throat> which starts all this is seeing your pain as a good thing and being grateful for the problems you have, whatever they are. Obviously, some people have it worse off than others. But if you're just you know, you have your minor problems that aren't actually problems in Western society, you still have food, you can sleep somewhere safe, all of that, then you start to view your problems as a positive. And yes, I'm glad I have this problem because it's something that I can solve and then get better. That is the kind of shift from the negative perspective to the positive, And then it all plays out from that. Yeah, it's like, it's not the event that happens to you. It's your perspective of the event that happens to you. Exactly. And that's something that I've come to realize is like a truth in reality. Like I think that we're tapping into this. So there's like this quote, this video I watched and it's like, imagine you could, you're like the best play, you play every video game. You're the best at it. And like, yeah. you're a God. So you, you play a video game and you know, you're going to beat it. There's no challenge and you co-create the video game. So like, if you could tap into the earth realm as a spirit and you're, you lose like everything, like you're a god of amnesia. You know, you've heard that saying. I haven't. So, yeah. So, so like, yeah. There's a saying like you're a god with amnesia because we're all like a part of source or whatever. So, the goal is to like reconnect your spiritual roots. So yeah. I think like we all tap in here as gods with amnesia, and the goal is to like have your awakening to level up your like spirit level in a sense. Yeah. And so you're co-creating your reality like you've heard of the mirror like reality Mm -hmm. is like a mirror of how you perceive it yeah so even if you have the worst things happening to you or the best things it's like you or the universal god or the divine put all those obstacles in your way for you to overcome that and become the best version of yourself so like for me like that anxiety and depression and stuff that was put in my life was like there. So I overcame it and developed my mindset to a level where I'm now like can grow into who I need to be. Whereas if I didn't face that, then I wouldn't be able to grow into my highest version. Another yeah. thing is like, I was super like, I had, I used to play video games a lot. Like I was like really Same. good at video games, but I had like pretty <laughs> shit posture. Mm. <laughs> and so like I, I was super through my posture I was like hyper aware of my body and my body um, aware like I had really good body awareness 
but to begin with it was just like my body awareness of like my posture and the way like i felt like i felt all like weird or whatever mm. and then through that i was talking to people and they and like people had no body awareness and so some people don't really develop like any body awareness and so through that like i started doing yoga and like all this and then started building myself up physically because i had that awareness where originally it started as like a negative and then i realized right. that hey it's just shown to me in my life so that i can work on it and fix it and build myself up yeah it's like having low back pain or hip pain a lot of people suffer from that if they don't train weights or stretch or do any mobility work the pain if that wasn't happening then you wouldn't know you would know something's wrong pain is a way for us to look at our life and say what's going wrong here that my body isn't functioning correctly if it's your body or if it's an emotional pain that you're getting from a relationship then realizing hmm, maybe i need to work a little bit on this relationship because <clears throat> good relationships that are operating correctly don't cause pain you know there's always the odd argument but you know i think you get to a level where you don't argue you know you raise your level up yeah. if someone tries to argue with you you just shut it down there's there's no point to arguing if you want to have a calm discussion with me about something and we can speak honestly and try to fix whatever problem you, you believe that you perceive is there but we're not arguing you know I, I don't play that in any relationship that I have uh, romantic or otherwise you know it's just um, once you develop relationship skills enough you can get along with people and if someone that you're with a friend or whatever is constantly arguing with you then you know you, you gotta re remove that's your emotional energy them. what's that yeah. well that's them trying to like i notice if people argue it's that it's a lot of them projecting onto you where always when you're at a certain level yeah when you're at a certain level it's just a calm discussion because like ultimately when you're talking to someone you're basically i think like you're talking to them, but you're also talking to yourself. Like the way you react to them is how you're reacting to your yeah. yourself. When they say something, you're interpreting it in your mind and you respond yeah. to that interpretation. Yeah. yeah. People have conversations, but it's like, <clears throat> this is why, um, I forget the expression, but two people can be talking. Okay, so I remember. <laughs> so if you have two people that are both on a date, let's say, both people are acting in a way that they believe, unless, you know, they're spiritually progressed or whatever, most people are acting in a way that they believe the other person is going to like more because it's a date. You want to be, oh, I want her to like me. I'm going to act a certain way or I want him to like me. I'm going to say this and not that. Rather than your true feelings, your true thoughts and truly what you wanted to say. So two people are going on a date, both are projecting a fake version of themselves to each other. So you have two fake people, uh, fake realities that are interacting, and then both people are going to think, oh, he wasn't quite my type, or she wasn't quite my type, she was acting this certain way. Whereas if they'd both just been their true selves, then you might have been able to create a relationship that's much deeper and much more valuable, uh, because you're actually you know showing who you truly are to each other rather than putting a fake mask on and you never know whether if you're both pretending you might be missing out on something if you were both just drop the act right and and be yourself and what that does in in all levels of your life when you stop lying to other people and yourself you stop hanging out with people you don't really like and stop like pretending to live this life just for the opinions of others uh then what ends up happening is everything becomes a lot more authentic you get rid of a lot of mental anxiety uh and you just open yourself up to those deeper relationships and i think that's a, another side of the spiritual progression as well yeah definitely like well it's also a lot of people are fine with projecting some version of themselves because like a lot of relationships are just superficial you know and um because people, when they're not at that spiritual level, that's like all they really want in a relationship, was, which is, you know, not the best. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's another thing is like everyone's like most people's inner core value is either comfort or social acceptance. So that's like their core value. So when they go throughout the world, they're consistently either trying to gain comfort or um, social acceptance. So they're going to do, they're going to say, they're going to do anything they can to be a part of the herd because ultimately back in the day the way that was ingrained in us is because if you're not socially accepted by the tribe you're going to get exiled and like 
yep. eventually no food. potentially, you know, not, not survive. But with the way we are now, and it's a good like analogy since you, I know you're sort of like, like my whole goal once I had my awakening was to break out of the matrix. And it's like, I don't even really want to be accepted by the tribe of what's happening right now. You know, yeah. so my whole goal is to get out of that because you, you, you can see the way the world is like people are becoming agent Smiths because they work shit jobs and they can't go to their shit job to make money. So they want you to go take this, you know, injection so they can go back to their shit job. Mm, and if yeah. you're- It's, it's like, <clears throat> there are people who don't want to participate in their shit lives at the moment. So they're all for this kind of stay at home business. Um, mm. But it, it comes down to, really not being afraid to just express yourself and not worrying about what other people will think. And the reason that we're in this mess partially is because everyone mutes themselves. They don't want to be the person that's going against what the news is saying. They don't want to be socially ostracized. Um, So you have a lot of people self-muting. And I think there's a lot more people that have the anti-mainstream narrative uh, in their heads than are honest about it, which is it's so critical to stand up because then you then or say something in, in social situations and not care about the ramifications if it's truly what you think because the more people see that, the more other people are inspired or uh, allow themselves to then say those things uh, in social situations rather than everyone just going like heads down, not saying what they truly think because it, it it's scary to them. Yeah, well, I guess that's the whole goal of the way society is being like curated right now is because they want people to like yeah put their head down and not say anything because then it's literally just like you're in the matrix if you're head down going along with your job like 1984 style like no external thought or no thought that you have gets like projected outside so everyone just goes along with the flow yeah put your muzzle on <laughs> yeah it's crazy but it also comes down to like having the confidence in yourself you know and like we obviously both have that that you can be confident in what you you're saying and project it out to people and if they reject you or whatever it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter to us because we know that like our path or what we know is like probably way more solid than anything they've ever thought of which i've noticed a lot like Mm. well we've obviously yeah after you it's um People are keen for some level of honesty, like so much. Inherently, everyone feels uh, the mainstream narrative is, as everyone knows, fake, you know, gaslighting to a large degree. So everyone's yearning for that. And I think that's always what happens uh, to kind of take down these institutions is the free flow of information. Um, And if the people can talk amongst themselves, share information and change their perspectives about who is really calling the shots behind the scenes and what's actually going, regardless of the motivations that they tell you, what's happening in your life, you have less freedom, you can't work your job, you can't support yourself because of uh, these people that you didn't really vote for who are now calling the shots about your society you know you were born into this situation um and we all have a responsibility in ourselves to kind of be as critical of anyone that rules you as possible uh because the power structures are very very entrenched there's no accountability uh to that degree and it's not good it's not It's not uh, great that we have to give a shit about politics. You know, we, we'd all rather ignore it, but it's at that point where we're going to have to or, you know, everything that we worked for or, or want to do is going to be taken away. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing that, like, I came to realize is, like, so most people don't believe... I mean, it's not even a conspiracy, right? Like, the monetary fiat system... And like the banking cartels and like the elite families that's all real right yeah. that's not even a conspiracy yeah that's like 100 percent real and out of anyone that has the incentive the power and the resources to control people it's them and they have the most incentive and the most resources to do it yeah so the way i i thought of it is like most people don't even plan their days or their lives or their weeks or whatever and most people can't even plan a birthday party or something right yeah so yeah. 
if they don't even plan their lives, how can they understand a plan by the, like imagine 50 of the smartest, like generationally most intelligent, richest people sitting in a room, creating the most intricate, complex plan ever for the whole world with every little intricate aspect. How could someone that doesn't even know how to plan their day even begin to conceive of a plan like that? Mm. And they don't and they can't. Yeah, it's it's like, I think there's some truth to that. You know, there's these rival groups, just like when a corporation gets big, they're going to do some crazy things and illegal things in order to increase uh, their power, their financial successes in the world. Just the egregore of the corporation does that same with governments. And if a family or a dynasty acquires the same kind of power and and influence, then of course, they're going to do the same. It's whether it's 50 of the best, you know, all scheming together, or just uh, a few people who are making the decisions and then it kind of all trickles down i don't know the intricacies of this stuff uh but there is a lot of stuff out there which is freely you know you can research these things uh if you give a shit it's not a conspiracy theory they're openly talking about it on their websites the and they may think they have good intentions right and this is kind of the the pr moves that these people do is like oh look they donated an orphanage here in africa wow they must be good people they flog that through the media so most people when they think of these foundations or groups uh they they just think of the good things oh yeah he's great for making those vaccines for africa what a good dude (laughs) yeah and um really behind the scenes their economic intent they don't want the so-called lower people the uh, underclass that they view us as uh to acquire any power because that's bad for them and they make less money so if they can do these things which would further their power and influence like people need to realize it's happening yeah they would do it just like someone break into your house and manipulate you you don't think someone that's got the most resources in the world is going to do that as well with the least downside Mm -hmm. it's exactly that's i think a lot of people just you know cognitive dissonance they don't want to believe that because once you it's scary yeah it's scary like when i first realized that the people at the top are doing like like the biggest industries in the world are all like, you know, illegal trafficking, drug trafficking, human organ harvesting. They're doing it all, right? Yeah. So they're controlling all the, they're controlling all the legal systems, and then they're also participating in the e- illegal financial markets. So they're getting, all, they're doing everything they can at the top. <laughs> and you, you know, once you start start saying something like this, people build their whole worldview up, right? So they view their environment as a certain way as they grow up. Um, and if you come and tell them something that sort of goes against that, they their brain literally goes into like cognitive dissonance. So they get tunnel vision. So they can't actually, they don't bounce any of the thoughts around their head because it's like a threat to them. So their brain like physically acts like they're being threatened. Yeah. And then they can't really, they don't really want to, um, and they don't want to understand either. And that's the biggest thing. Once you come to terms with this, if you still work a normal job in the system, it, it, it can create some anxiety as well. Yeah. You know, like you, do, like I assume you don't work in the system either. So like once you sort of come to the deep level of like understanding what's happening, if you're still participating in the system and you have these thoughts, it's obviously harder. Yeah. That's why most people that work a normal job in the system don't ever contemplate this stuff because it just wouldn't compute with their life. Yeah. It's too scary to look at your brain views it as oh man have i been living my entire life in this sham uh okay i don't want to look at that yeah exactly and then they're like oh i I discovered all this i still have to go to work tomorrow it's like shit you know yeah like if you i had that realization or you know i was aware of everything but at the time didn't have any skills you have to get some sort of income um you know when you're building yourself up on the side but if you make that realization then don't take any action to kind of improve your situation that's where the dissonance comes in and that's where you know if if you know this stuff now and you're aware of it then you got to kind of take steps to make sure that you're wealthy enough sovereign enough um to get out of that sphere of influence because you can't do it when you have no money um you really need to make steps to improve that part of your life if you want any chance of exiting the matrix 
yeah exactly like you need to build up your energy in all the areas like financial yeah. spiritual sovereign and with um that that's also the the other thing like you said uh you, you once you discover all this you actually have to take the action steps to do it like the yeah. biggest thing i learned is like no one's gonna come and save you ever oh yeah like no one's gonna come and save you even like your parents even me and soul bro like we can't come and save you like we yeah. can give you the tools and stuff but you ultimately have to make the decision like in your head to take you can you can only take the actions you have to like think we can't no one can make you think about anything or do anything yeah you, you can get inspired but it's ultimately like you versus the world and if you're not exerting your will on reality to create your reality and make like ripples then someone is going to be using you because you've got all this dormant energy there and if yeah. you're not projecting that out into the world through your actions and through like striving for your goals someone is going to come along and put you in a position where they can use your energy right which is what most which is literally like the definition of like what the matrix is about right and i guess it starts with if you want to shift your timeline to a better one where you're more free healthier uh you have more loving relationships then you need to make perspective changes of this is all possible and specifically financially um your circumstances won't change until you believe that they can change or believe that you have the capacity of making money outside the system there isn't a step-by-step -step plan that we can give you to make more money or start a business or anything but if you can shift your reality to i can run a business there's opportunities for me out there i can make a lot of money there are things that you the universe will start providing to you and opening doors that weren't there before now whatever mechanism that uh happens by i'm not sure but the perspective change and the mindset change has to happen first and then these doors start opening which you can pursue and eventually you'll get to something as long as you're trying hard and you know learning from other people and the abundance mindset and the growth mindset has to happen first before like if you're in the lower order state angry at things jealous um there aren't going to be opportunities because you don't believe they exist you believe that you have to work this job that most businesses fail is a is a common one you hear and if you believe yeah. that then of course that's going to color the your reality there's a <clears throat> there's a saying um robert anton wilson what the thinker thinks the prover will prove right and so what this means is the thinker being you and your thoughts it gets those thoughts get taken by the kind of subconscious aspect of your brain that he calls the prover and what the thinker thinks the prover then looks out in the reality and proves to himself and finds the confirmation bias of evidence that supports that worldview now if you can change your worldview intentionally then the prover will prove to you that your business will succeed you will meet interesting people you can make a lot of money you can exist outside of the matrix kind of job yeah and it's yeah because you're co-creating reality so whatever you project out it's going to come back to you so you and it's it's i mean a lot of the stuff is cultural spells like if you say to someone money is the root of all they think evil right because mm. it's just like subconsciously ingrained in their head and a lot yeah. of people think that a yeah. lot of people resent people with money a lot of people resent money itself and rich people mm -hmm. and if you resent that person how are you ever going to be able to step into that person yeah. right yeah. so that's like for me when i went through that's why like conspiracies like straight up saved my life because if i never went through that sort of phase of like realizing how crazy the world is and then going through like my spiritual awakening mm. i'll I'll be a dude in a suit right now, probably. And I'll probably be out of a job because of all this lockdown stuff. So Yeah. <laughs> and, and like learning about like law of attraction and um, all that sort of stuff. Like I've literally like, it's, it's weird to think that like you can use law of attraction, but I've like used law of attraction to get myself where I'm at. Like when you sort of, prep your brain like you did a really good post on something like the real magic happens when you see someone doing something and realize like you can do that 
Yeah. I think, yeah, you need to post like tweet. So that's yeah, yeah. Like the tr- yeah. So if someone out there is doing something, there is no reason why you can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Like there's literally no reason. Like you can do anything you want. It all, all it takes is just you getting yourself to a position where you can do that and taking the steps towards that. Like, and obviously with the timeline, like if you didn't start playing basketball when you're three, you probably might not become a pro basketball player because that timeline's sort of cut off. Yeah. Because it's like very distant, like yeah. pretty distant from you. But when I started going through all my spiritual stuff, like I sort of distanced myself from my friends because they were all massive party animals and stuff. And I'm sure you're, you know, aware of Aussie party. Oh, yeah. House techno. <laughs> you know. Good cool. times though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. Like it's fun, but I sort of distanced myself from that to work on myself. And I like thought I was sort of crazy thinking all these crazy beliefs and trying to do all this stuff that no one was ever talking about. Like I couldn't talk about, you know, my business plans, what I was doing, like my just mindset sort of ideas and spiritual ideas and insights. So I just sort of, you know, isolated myself from a bit from everyone and started focusing on myself and like trying to find business models and stuff to work. Mm. And from there, like I actually met, like I bought this course just to, just to sort of show everyone how it sort of works. So everyone thinks courses are like scams or whatever, like make money courses. They can be right. But I mean, I bought one and had financial success with it. Right. And I remember when I bought it, I was visualizing myself like i went through all these crazy spiritual resources i remember thinking like i'm gonna meet this dude that i bought the course from and i'm gonna tell him how i used all these sort of spiritual you know law of attraction stuff to get in that position to meet him and that that literally happened like i flew to his mansion and it was just me and him talking about stuff that we're talking about here like the crazy stuff that most normal people don't think about this hyper successful dude is all over it yeah you know talking about like conspiracies law of attraction um spirituality meditation like biohacking so for me just to like create just to go through this course and have those thoughts like years ago to then you know going to his house and his mansion and discussing that stuff with him is so like surreal yeah but that and that's i guess what law of attraction is to an extent and so just realizing that most people that you talk to like most normies or whatever you speak to around you in your current place they think they're going to think everything's bullshit you know but when you actually speak to like and that's what i kind of thought i was on the verge of like is this stuff real but still i actually started talking to successful people that i respect they all believe what we believe yeah you know and that sort of ingrained in my path that hey is it a coincidence that like every yeah is it a coincidence that every random person that wants a random job and doesn't really enjoy their life thinks this way but everyone yeah. else i've talked to has this completely other perspective yeah exactly and, and so that really helps me because and then talking to them and them just being able to dive super deep into all these conversations that i had never been able to dive deep into with anyone was so like like so surreal because the only other person I can talk to about this stuff is like my brother. Mm. Right. And until then I'd never given dove that deep into crazy conversations. Like we are here with any other, yeah. anyone else. Yeah. And that's the, the amazing thing about social media for all of its negatives. And the reason why we put out content is if you can share a bit of information, which is a line of code that then gets downloaded into someone else's brain and boom, it's a complete perspective shift. They can continue to go through uh, the processes that we've both gone through and are still going through. Uh, then that's what it's all about and that's all it takes and um, you know that's again why you should be honest about what you believe and what you see and what you read because you never know when that might be the tipping point for someone else. Yeah and it's crazy because when I first saw your account, I only saw your account like someone shared an edit or what was that edit? The focus your real like eat raw meat thing. You know that one? Yeah. That edit. Yeah. So that was the first time I ever like found your account. And I didn't know there was anyone like that on Instagram. Not so my video, by the way. That, Just, it yeah, was, not um, your video. Yeah, yeah. But that, that video. So before I saw that, I had no idea that there was anyone on Instagram like... 
art like you or like me yeah because when i was reading through your post i was like damn we like have very similar perspective even our music tastes very similar yeah yeah so that i didn't even know that you could do that on instagram so that's what inspired me to start posting about stuff because yeah you know when i first started going through my stage Instagram was a very big tool. Like when you realize that Instagram can be a tool and it's not just to like like hot girls bikini photos and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's actually a tool for curated information. And that's yep. that that's what I used it for, like to begin with, but now it's sort of you know, I don't use it that much as a tool for information now. Yeah. But when you're going through your stages, it's it can be a really good tool. And yeah. The algorithm pushes you things that you view of. So I know people that have specifically trained the algorithm to only deliver them conspiracy information or, you know, what, what the narrative yeah. thinks is uh, a conspiracy, which is actually true or what is actually happening. You can, through your browsing patterns, uh, have Instagram deliver to you the very information that it aims to censor. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And it's a... And that's like the biggest thing, like learning how to use it as a tool rather than just like most of my friends, you go on their Instagram and you scroll through it. It's just all like bikini photos of random people or people they know. But yeah. like you can follow like so much information, heavy driven content that you can just scroll through your Instagram and just have your mind blown and just have all these different inputs. Mm. And, and also with the information that you get from social media, I would not recommend uh consuming that much information if you are in the kind of early stages you need to take action if you see a bit of information that blows your mind or just really helps something click into place apply it to your life even with stuff on this podcast a lot of people will listen and then and just not really do anything other than you know maybe one or two bits of information stick in their head if you find something that resonates with you make a note of it and you know really cement it in your brain whether it's a quote or you know a perspective shift make a note of it and make sure to stick to it and make the change because otherwise all the consumption of information is kind of masturbation uh, in a way so mm. if you're cons consuming more try to create more whatever it is your creation uh, of content or you know creation can be working on the business whatever you're putting creative energy out to build something that has to always outnumber the consumption of information even if that information is good and some people need that information stay uh, before they can really grasp enough to take action and this happened with me is like yeah you you start realizing these different perspectives and you think to yourself man I, I should pursue this or I need to do this and for me the intuitive sense of making videos um, you know writing all of that I had thoughts of for years before I actually ever did anything about it. And if something is sticking on your mind that much, then there's something to it. You know, the source that we're all connected to is trying to tell you to do something. Like, where is that thought coming from? Where is that passion? I had a passion for writing, a passion for creating things, visual images. I had that passion for years, but didn't really share it with the world. And now I'm pursuing it and everything good's kind of coming to me because of that now you have to be aware of what your intuitive self is trying to tell you and pursue that even if you can't see the exact path that it'll lead you down 10 years down the track that needs to be the way that you go yeah and um that's so true because i used to always be like into art and stuff like i got heaps of paintings and stuff around me now that i've done and it's cool to paint, but it's like some, or like someone that I know will come, you know, and be like, oh, that's a cool painting. That's about it, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. With, these, with these edits and realizing like, so obviously like, it, you know, props to you for inspiring me, you know, because I didn't know that anyone, because I had all these information. I got all these journals with like occult Manly P. Hall lectures that I've watched yeah. like three hour long lectures and all this stuff that I write down and all these thoughts that come to my mind through building up such a sort of mindset of so many things in my head that I can bounce ideas off and yeah. sort of formulate these, you know, ideas. I didn't know there was anyone even wanting that content because mm. whenever I found the most insane, impressive insight, if I tried to share it to someone that I knew, they would just be like, eh, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, how could this one video 
that was so important and pivotal to my life that I'm actually so like secretive of to some extent and I don't even want to show someone how can when I show that to someone they just think it's like nothing you know yeah yeah so that's they're not ready for it that's yeah that's like the crazy thing with knowledge and that's why secret societies used to exist because you know the teacher appears when the student's ready and all that sort of stuff like some people and I guess that's the way the like the mindset I used to have was like that's the way the elites are they think that most people don't wouldn't even respect the knowledge if they get given it so then they they don't deserve it so I literally had that sort of mindset because Plato even had that mindset all these sort of famous world changes did so but then I realized that people actually want this content and people actually want to have these insights obviously because there's people like us so that's what inspired me to make my page and my edits obviously go more viral because they're like more interactive Mm. but it's cool because I'm sure you know as well like most a lot of people read the long form posts, but a lot of people also don't. Yeah. So being able to like convey like a sense of energy through like a short video and sort of portray like a mindset shift yeah. in a video is like really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it's levels of energy, right? There are people who are in the mindset, um, the lower order vibrations where they're only going to be able to access information um, that is close to their energy level. They can't really resonate with complete uh, detachment from all emotions and complete stoicism and not caring about things because they believe that not caring means you're a bad person. But they will respond to something like seeing a video, one of yours, where someone's in a similar situation to them that the character in your edits is, you know, working an office job and then has some sort of awakening, uh, they will resonate with that. And if that video can hop in amongst all the other shitty meme videos that are popping up on Instagram, um, then that's doing a, a beautiful thing to move them out of that lower vibrational state to the point where they might read the, the first long form uh, post that you write. And then, you know, hopefully when they have those tools kind of downloaded they then go and take action in real life and start creating themselves and that's where you learn the most is uh through your own trials and tribulations in your life you know a lot of lessons people can tell you and we've told you know friends or or brothers these things but they they never it never sinks in until they go through something and they go oh okay and you know it's as you're younger your dad might say something that is very very good advice but it, it literally just doesn't compute in your head uh because you don't have the perspective the and the awareness of a situation that makes you realize that. And as you go through life, uh, then you do find these things and you go, oh, that's that's why he said that, you know, I, I should have listened. Um, I think with, and it's a tricky one because the people around you, the loved ones that, you'll, that you kind of want to just shake and be like, wake up, you know, like please be aware of what's actually going on so you can improve your life and, and make better choices. It can be very frustrating, but like you said, uh, the student and the lesson, there has to be, you have to put it out there and they can come pick it up if they want to. You can't force it on people. Yeah, you can't force anyone to change. And I learned that when I watched this documentary about this uh, caretaker or something in a prison, a child prison, and every, every kid had to like write some essay on why they wanted to get out of prison and what they wanted to do with their lives. And he said this one like nine-year-old with face tats said, I don't want to write this because once I get out of prison, I just want to be a criminal again. And it's like, if the person doesn't want to change from within, they're never going to change. Nothing you can do will ever help them. It's got to come from within. Like they have to sort of find it within them. And that's what I find with most knowledge. Like it's all external, but until you sort of understand it and like, (laughs) you know, until you sort of let it come out of you, like you pour all this knowledge in, but then it's got to like come out of you at the end of the day. So if you're just stacking knowledge on top of yourself, that's like cool. But until you've like internalized it and you're letting the knowledge like come out of you, then that's when it's um, truly like the most powerful thing. Like, that, that's how I think of it all. 
Yeah, 100%. Um, let's talk about your physical uh, training and your transformation a little bit because I know, was it the the red pills that kind of started that as well uh, in terms of like realizing what are they doing with the food supply, um, the health negatives of, you know, drinking every weekend because then you're, you know, you don't have any energy to kind of fix your life. Like, what, what was that shift for you and, and with lifting as well? How did that all play out? Yeah, when I was little, I used to eat so much garbage food, man. <laughs> yeah. I used to, I, was never, I was never like fat, but dude, my friends used to like love coming to my house because it was just all the best like treats and stuff. <laughs> so, um, that definitely affected my genetic potential, obviously, when I was younger, which is crazy to think. But it's also crazy to think how my parents don't recognize that, you know? Like they don't yeah. know what like fat soluble vitamins and stuff do. They're just, because as you said, they're all like brainwashed to some extent, the previous yeah. generations. There's just no knowledge um, of it. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it is what it is. It's sad, but that's why we're here to like change stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so all throughout, like, you know, I was like the skinny kid or whatever, watched Ziz videos, sort of inspired me a little Hell bit. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, dude, I reckon, like, screw Arnold. Everyone, you know, hates Arnold now, but I reckon Ziz inspired way more people than Arnold at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until like I was sort of in and out of the gym, never really played many sports, to be honest. Um, I was like big into video games. So that sort of lifestyle. And then sort of in and out of the gym, started working on my business, going through all this spiritual awakening stuff. Then once I got to like a point where I was like in control of myself, like spiritually and everything, like I knew all right, I just implement stuff, cause and effects gonna give me an outcome. Yeah. Right? weightlifting is like the most obvious thing like that it's so linear it's like if you don't hit your macros or you don't hit your protein intake the next day you're going to have a decrease in, in performance like yeah. it's the most linear thing ever in life it's like if you want that dream physique or whatever you can get that all it takes is just doing the steps yeah exactly and and so for me you know i did push pull legs um, I had a pretty crazy transformation because I tracked my macros for like six months religiously. Every single day I was getting like, I was hitting my macros on this spreadsheet. Every single thing was perfect. If I didn't hit like two 20 grams of protein the day before, I wouldn't hit a PR the next day. So yeah. that's what made me very like focused on. And I, I was also working out with a friend and he wasn't tracking his food and I was just making crazy gains compared to him, you know? Mm. And he would always complain about, oh, like, bro, like not making gains, whatever. And I'm like, have you tracked your food? And you just give some excuse and then the cycle yep. goes, yep. right? And so being able to like watch other people's experiences through life and learning through them as well can bolster your path through realizing certain things. And the other thing is like most people in the gym don't have a crazy physique because they do some random bro split and they don't track their food. So... I think food's the most important. Like you're, you're a big dude. Like I couldn't imagine the amount of food you're eating. <laughs> it's quite a lot. And it's been quite a lot for a few years now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause before, so I was like vegan. When I went through my spiritual thing, I was like fasting Ooh. vegan. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I think a lot of people sort of need to go through that stage um, to some extent. So I was vegan for health reasons as well as wrong decision. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. But it's like, at the end of the day, the more sort of changes you make in your life, the more you experience the world and environment. Yeah. And where someone will be like, like someone will be like, oh, you were just vegan and now you don't eat vegetables. Like, what the hell? It's like, well, if anything, if you're smart, that will give me more awareness of what's going on rather than just yeah. eating a shit standard American diet your whole life, you know, switching yeah. things up, changing around, which is important. So yeah, I was vegan. So I could debate any vegan on like why meat is bad for you or environment or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's all like bullshit, you know? Yeah, another psyop. It's all, yeah, like you can't even digest anything green <laughs> like because you can't digest cellulose. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then I just basically went meat, eggs, raw, you know, raw milk, tomatoes and cucumbers. It's basically my diet. <laughs> Potatoes. And like carbs and stuff it's simple but, once you understand what yeah. works you know there's a reason why they are pushing 
veganism on the populace and saying, oh yeah, this impossible burger, it's not meat, but it tastes just like meat. It's way better for you. And they're literally making money off making you weaker. And that's what's well, so insidious about all of that. People like, it's all ignorance, man. Like another thing that we probably agree on is like, you, you should eliminate all confusion in your life. I think to, to the, to the greatest extent as you can. Like, what do you mean by that? When I, so before I went through all my like awakening, I was like, Oh, I don't know how economy works. I don't know why Africa is still not like when I was little, I was like, Africa is going to be sweet when I'm older, you know, cause it's a third world country, but it's not, it's still being exploited for resources. So once you, if anything in your life gives you confusion, like you said, you got sore lower back or you've got any, any sort of physical like ailment, you can remain ignorant to that confusion or you can seek out the resolution to it. So I don't know why I'm fat. Well, obviously it's because your diet, right? So if you say, I don't know why, or you're confused about something, the way you level up in the world is by overcoming that confusion. So, you know, going through red pill conspiracies, like you're confused about how the world runs or what's happening. You can sort of figure out what's going on and understand, all right, well, you know, there's bigger people, bigger agendas at play for your diet. You know, I don't know why I'm fat or why I've got all these sort of physical problems. Well, it's got something, there's something leading you to that. Like there is a cause of the effect. So if you can figure out that cause, that's how you become more aware in this reality. So I'm sure you, like every time you ask a question, when you ask a question that leads your mind to sort of answer it for you and sort of dive deeper into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people, there's a trick you can do, uh, which seems crazy, but if you imagine in your brain, there are these little helpers and you can literally talk to them, ask them a question aloud and say, Hey, what do I do about this? And then sleep on it. Or you just let that question marinate in your head for a few hours. You go on a walk. You don't even necessarily have to be consciously thinking about it. The answer will come to you. Those helpers take that away and through the subconscious and everything else, they work it out. You know, our conscious mind is not where the majority of our think of our best thinking is done. You know, the periodic table that appeared to the creator in a dream. That's where he got that idea from. It wasn't the conscious sitting down, studying, looking at all these chemicals and trying to figure out how do these all fit together? It came to him in a dream. So what does that mean? It means that there's an intuitive source of knowledge that you can literally ask questions and they will come back to you with an answer. And that's a life hacking in itself. Yeah. Have you read Psycho-Cybernetics? Uh, I have been recommended it. I'm not sure if I've, I've read it yet. <laughs> That's pretty good. It talks about that. It talks about how the it talks exactly I think about the periodic table, but other really famous geniuses get their ideas from like the ether. Yeah. And what you said, there was a part, I don't know if it's in Thinking Grow Rich, but it may have been removed because it sounds too like schizo, but he talks about how you have certain mentors, right? So you might read like Manly P. Hall a lot or specific people that you get a lot of your knowledge from through yeah. books or whatever. And you can sort of build up an awareness of how this person's mind thinks and how they talk and how they interact with the world. Yeah. And visualizing. So like getting to a point where you can visualize really well, like you can visualize a table, you can holographically feel it and like feel the wood grains and the sound Mm. or whatever. And then place these mentors that you've got, like just say you choose four mentors or three or two put them in a room in your brain where you're on, like you're at like a desk with them and you can talk to them and they answer you questions back. Yeah. And you can actually do that and you can ask them a question and they'll say something that they might say, or your subconscious thinks they say, but you don't even, you can't, it doesn't like come out of your brain. Like they just say something that you are not even expecting them to say. True. That's so that's, cool. um, yeah, I, I haven't really done, I've done that a little bit, but it's the same sort of thing of having the little helpers in your head. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever like mental frames you create for yourself is actually real, like in your subconscious. So like Einstein said, if you think you live in a dangerous world or a abundance world, they're both correct. I, I butchered that quote, but yeah, if you think everything negative is going to be happening to you, it's all going to be, it's all going to be negative. Like, what the thinker thinks, the prover proves. And it's so yeah. true. And I've been dab- like dabbling with that 
recently I did a post on like intuitive walking, like barefoot. Mm-hmm. So it started when I was like on a, a crazy rock shelf that was like full of like barnacles and like sharp rocks. And I was just going with the flow. I was like, all right, well, Aboriginals and like tribe people probably didn't have shoes. And I doubt they were just taking like super long to transverse their environment being so careful of where they step Mm. so i was like my brain and my eyes could subconsciously see the dangerous parts in the path and if i just flow i can walk wherever i want really fast without Mm. getting hurt yeah i was like basically running across this rock shelf without getting damaged but then i was thinking oh maybe i should like be careful of where i'm walking because it's dangerous and i might get uh, cut and like then anxiety thoughts came into my brain and then I was going so slow but I was getting more damaged and stepping mm. on more crazy things that were hurting me mm. so that's just like a simple analogy for like how life is in general yeah that's that's very interesting um the physical world that we are aware of we have our senses, right? We can smell things, see things, hear things, taste things, uh, but that's not all of the reality. Now, our connection to the other dimensions of reality and what ends up uh, coming into our senses based on our thoughts. And our different versions of thoughts and different perspectives have a literal electromagnetic frequency that is then emitted. That frequency going out aligns the physical world around you and you know if you view it like that then nothing becomes out of your reach and you realize that all the problems you think exist keyword being think when you think something you bring it into existence with bad circumstances in your life if you focus on them you're directing your energy towards it and you're increasing the chance that that's going to remain in your life yeah have you done psychedelics before Yes, sir. I have uh, yeah. mushrooms and acid. Yeah, same. They're like, that's also key, I think. For um, some people yeah. are super anti them, but yeah, do once you realize like how the first time I ever did acid, it's like it was after I had like dived into like all this esoteric stuff. Yeah. So it's like every single thing I learned up until that point, like accumulated into this massive like whirlpool of information and like insights. And one time um, I was flying from, so weed is like legal in America. I was flying from America to Japan and I took some edibles yeah. on the plane and I was listening to like really chill music and just visualizing. And like the music was like coming to live in like my, my head. I was like dancing with these like entities and stuff it was crazy. Right? <laughs> Cause edibles are like so different to. Yeah. Um, Much more psychedelic. <laughs> yeah. So then everything like opened up and I was about to go snowboarding and I'd never snowboarded. So I started visualizing snowboarding and I could feel the neurons in my brain, like firing, right. Of like trying to practice snow. Like I could literally feel my brain like working more and like creating those neural connections. Yeah. And then I was thinking about like visualizing in, um, but bi- like biological evolution. Right. So I, and I think the spiritual realm is like coinciding with the physical realm in turn is like the spiritual aspect wants you to succeed and wants you to survive. So that's why it enhances your visualization and allows you to sort of visualize things and then achieve them. And the more you sort of dive into that connection, the more it wants you to dive into that connection and the more yeah. it like feeds into that. Yeah. So like what tribe's going to win the one that's like super paranoid about getting eaten by tigers or the one that's like super aware and like visualizing that they're going to go on a successful hunt. They're going to do this tactic. They're going to do that tactic. They're going to, you know, slay the saber tooth tiger and like get yeah. the meat. Right. So evolutionarily, and I was visualizing like this massive eyeball, like spewing knowledge into my head. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it just makes sense that like, and it was telling me that like, it wants me to pursue the spiritual path because like, then it gets like what it wants and it yeah. wants to experience life and it wants to help us succeed and it wants us to like increase that connection. And yeah. so that's, we've probably become more, you know, if you think about like transcending it's like 5D or whatever, like over the time as our brains increased capacity to learn, our spiritual like intuitive stuff has also developed a lot more because we're obviously way more spiritual than like an ape. 
you know? So yeah. They're coinciding with each other, like spiritual evolution, like physical evolution has like accumulated and, and grown together. Yeah. I think um, ultimately as we're all connected to the same thing, you know, I'm experiencing talking to you, another physical body, but what is animating us both? And we are both expressions of the same thing, the same connection. This is what you feel on psychedelics is this, you can't explain it in words, but what it is is just, you know, you're connected to everything else, the nature, other people. And when you realize that you begin to have a lot more love and gratitude for other people and just life in general, when you do that, you're a happier person and you end up helping others. And when we help others, we help ourselves because we're all part of the same thing. And that becomes a very important self-fulfilling cycle that if enough people can shift to that mentality, that is when heaven on earth is created. Mm. <clears throat> that's, that's also like one of my themes in my page that when I first started, I did a post on like why I made this page. It's because I like ultimately, I could have all this crazy knowledge and like get myself to a position, but the world's still going to be shit. And therefore it's going to sort of, I still have an aspect of that, my life that's not that great, interacting yeah. with people or whatever. Yeah. So if I can help level people up that want to be leveled up, and we, like you said, you create a self-propelling... Self-fulfilling cycle. Yeah, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Then um, that's ultimately the best way to go about things. And, you know, if you didn't... If I didn't see your page, like Epoch wouldn't exist, you know? Yeah. And then the edits wouldn't exist and stuff. So just understanding like the ripple effect you can make. Yeah. And since making my page, it's cool. Like I'm sure you've already experienced all like, but people like the the outreach that people give you and like support and yeah. like how you can literally inspire people to like change yeah. their lives dramatically. And for us, it's just like making a simple post or something. Yeah. But for other people, like when I first saw that edit you shared, like the energy that was like building up inside me was insane. Like I've, you know, haven't felt that in ages. Yeah. So being able to share that to someone else that might be in like, that might be lost on the path or they don't even know there is a path or they may, may be going through some bad times or whatever, or they're on the path and they just want more information, being able to help people and guide them and like give them extra resources and knowledge is like so powerful. And that's what we're here to do, brother. And that's what we're doing with the Soulcast right now yeah it's good it's been good yeah i think uh that'll do us i kind of managed to answer a lot of things that people had asked about so uh epoch rising thank you so much my brother my fellow aussie uh i hope you are doing well uh where you are and much love and thank you for coming on the Soulcast. yeah cheers man it's been good brother it's been good talking to you hope everyone right. got some good value i'm sure they will see you next time Cheers.